This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Laura Crawford. We're your hosts. Yes, yes. Happy New Year, Laura. Happy New Year. Happy new episode in the new year. This isn't the first episode of the new year, but it's the first uh, publicly available episode of the new year. Publicly available of the new year. There was we we uh, trudged through another episode (laughs) of Ancient Aliens last week. (laughs) True, true, That's, true. That is going to be the death of us. We were like Balto in the snow with our vaccine on our back. Did we carry <laughs> vaccines? Rum? What do dogs carry through the snow? Something I'm like that. I'm thinking of St. Bernard's. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. Don't St. Bernard's have a, a, a little barrel thing on their oh, front yeah, of their yeah, collar? Yeah. That's they, alcohol. They have rum in there? Yeah. Or, Which um, big, hot buttered rum? Big myth, by the way. But alcohol oh. actually, actually brings down your body temperature. Oh, that's right. It just uh, makes you feel warmer because it brings your blood to the surface right. of your skin. That's why you look flush. <clears throat> right. Not you specifically. That's why many a human looks flushed when they drink. Flushed, flushed, or flushed? Flushed, flushed, or flush. I think it's flush. Yeah. Who knows? How Ooh. are we to know? Roses. Yeah, so, you're all rosy face. It's nice to be back. It is a little break. Yeah, we had a little bit of a break. I am. I was worried we were headed down a similar path on this episode, that it was just going to be <laughs> a lot more ancient alien stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there is a, there's a fair amount. There is. They, they, what we're talking about today is kind of like, it's like conspiracy gumbo. Yes, that's a very good way. It's like, conspiracy paella. Yeah, it's, it's a just spicy paella. Everything thrown into one big pot called Above Majestic. Above Majestic, available streaming on Hulu. I think also available on Prime and iTunes, I think for a charge. Yeah, but on Hulu, you can just stream it. Mm-hmm. Which there is, there was an article somewhere about this recently. But there's a shocking number of like really fucking wild documentaries available on all the streaming platforms. Yes, highly controversial. Some of them a very there's a variance, there's a variety of quality in terms of production standards and things. And um, it's a lot of guys you may have seen before on the History Channel or uh, wherever you see conspiracy where is Gaia? Yeah. <laughs> you, you get eyes for Gaia, right? Um, where they're like unlocking humanity's potential. It's like ancient aliens, but it's like a whole network. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. A lot of those people, but yeah, in various other movies that it may not be of the same quality. Above Majestic is... It's decent quality. It's not bad. It's not like laughably bad, but it's not a, a, it's not a high quality production. 
No. It's not at the standard of ancient aliens. So if you watch ancient aliens and been like, I don't like their art or their stock footage or their uh, lighting. <laughs> I don't know what you might. The production values I don't like. Then you're going to think this looks like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably the kind of thing you'd worry about if you're like making documentaries. Yeah. I mean, there's some that are just so hard. Like I watched a documentary that was, it was made in like. 94, 95, so it shouldn't yeah. have looked as bad as it was, mm-hmm. but it was about this famous uh, haunted house fire that happened at Six Flags, Whoa. and it was a fascinating documentary, but it looked like it looked like it was filmed on a fucking pong machine like it was it was trash it looked like you do that it looked like he filmed it oh like he recorded over old videotapes when filming this documentary it was horrifying but it was it like won awards because it's really well researched i'll fucking link to it since we're talking about it so much sounds great it's really well researched really interesting but it just Looks like a dumpster fire. Ugh. No, it's one of the worst looking things about this movie. Um, the logo where it's the reptilian yeah. and the crown. And it looks it's, really cheesy. You know, I feel like they are trying to rope in the ancient aliens crowd with uh-huh. that. Because ancient yeah. aliens is such a big documentary. And at least one of the guys featured in this is in ancient aliens pretty prominently, right? Yeah. Wil- Wilcock. Yeah, and I couldn't help but watching this, and I know 2019 body shaming and all that, but Wilcock looks like an, like he's got an alien skull. He's aging like a president. He's got. He's not aging well. If you watch this bone ridge behind his eyebrows, that's very troubling. The lighting in this is very odd. All of the men's lips look magenta, fuchsia. Except Wilcox. Except Wilcox. Yeah, he's very toned down. But if you watch the first. He looks like his forehead was ironed. Yes. If you watch the first season of Ancient Aliens to now, he's not aging well. He used to look very sprightly and like kind of looked like he could be a stand-in for Hanson, like the Hanson cousin that they don't talk about. Right. You know, the one who's like finger banging all the girls. Because the CIA's on his tail, man. Yeah, he looks um, tired, paunchy, swollen in weird areas of the face, and then smooth in others. That's always a weird look that Hollywood people get, you know? When you start to do injections, some places are very fleshy and some are very bony and it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, he looks he, irregular. He looks like the reptilians he hates. And then Corey Good, who's a co-producer. So uh, the co-producers of this film are featured in it: Jordan Sather and Corey Good. And uh, you'll know them. Jordan Sather looks like Devin Sawa. You might know from the film Idle Hands. Yes, he, or from the Stan video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who did that video? Eminem. Yes, Stan. Yes, yes. And Devin Sawa was in, or from Fred Durst, the fanatic, of course. <laughs> yes. Which I'm sure you've seen. He looks like Devin Sawa started dealing meth. Um, and he's just glassy eyed <laughs> like crazy. And then Corey Good looks sweaty and nervous the entire time. Yeah, well, he's in, he's in a, but that's he's a trauma survivor. Exactly. We can talk about that <laughs> later. But I'm just saying is people look, people are strange looking in this film and they say strange things. Very strange things. It's a long documentary. It is over two hours. We're not going to give you a blow by blow. I attempted to, and it is. You can't. I gave up. Dude. Like just if you look at even just the list of talk, I made a list. Just sorry, uh, this is notes from view from the inside. We made a list of like all the people that are featured in this thing, and it is 
long. It is a lot of dudes. And David Wilcock, Jordan Sather. Laura Eisenhower. Yeah. She, I got notes about her. Oh, yeah. Dan Willis, Corey Good. Um, there's, and I forgot to even get that guy who's uh, the, the FBI dude. William Tompkinson, Navy Disseminator. I love that as a title. Yeah, I'm yeah. the Disseminator. <laughs> Sounds like a guy who works in like the basement of a gay club. <laughs> the Disseminator. Niara Torella Isley. Definitely a real name. David Adair. David Adair looks bizarre. He looks like Harold from Harold and Maude now. Bud Court. You know that actor? No. Ah, you've seen Harold and Maude though. <laughs> no, I haven't. No? No, for real? No, no. Classic, man. When I was a kid, like it was, it was the '80s, and like sitcoms oh. were back. So, like '70s shows, I, I couldn't fuck with them. '60s shows, I didn't care. <laughs> You're like bell bottoms. Yikes. I was living in the golden age, Get baby. Get me out of here! I got silver spoons. I got Cosby Show to watch. <laughs> Ooh, that opinion didn't age well. I, I, if I could tell eight-year-old me anything, <laughs> don't watch the Cosby Show. Yeah, be able to say. I you never. were against it from the beginning. Man, he raped dozens of women by then. I tried to watch that show when I was a kid. Even into it, I never found it funny. I'm like, what is the joke? How come Bill Cosby's sex trial wasn't part of this elite cabal? Oh, man, I don't know. That's a good point. They only bring up Harvey Weinstein, but we have such a long road. I know <laughs> you're probably... But you're like, okay, so what is this above majestic movie? It, I had to... We just started talking about aliens and... We've yeah. given away that it lands on Harvey Weinstein at one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we I, we can't give you a blow by blow, and why would we? We yeah. I want to excite people to watch this documentary so you can see what kind of fucking QAnon propaganda it is. I mean, we we watch obviously tons of conspiracy theory things, and when I saw this, I I think I literally said "Holy shit!" out loud, and I was just I was. There's so many nouns being thrown around that I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, I had to watch that Laura Eisenhower section so many times. Okay, so the beginning is fairly... Laura Laura Eisenhower, I have a lot of questions about. What I feel like this documentary is what makes me angry about it. They're trying to rope in as many different conspiracy theories as they can. Yeah. So at the end, they can hit you with this idea that trump is gonna save us from all of them and what they use to substantiate that claim is such obvious and easy to refute bullshit like you can sell me on aliens all day you will never sell me on the idea that republicans want us to have free energy get the fuck out of here it it is it is amazing, and it, no one makes me think about. It makes me think of an old man was on his couch watching Ancient Aliens, fell asleep on the remote, and switched to Fox <laughs> News, and woke up again, and then started watching that. It was like, oh, here we go. That's and how completely it forgot because feels. because it the, the thing is, this film takes you on a journey. It really is a journey. By the end of it, you are so mind boggled that you're like, oh, and what Trump's involved? Holy shit! What? How? Why? That's okay. what they're banking on. Yes. Like they, they're trying to normalize the idea that one day Trump might round up a bunch of intellectuals and elites and throw them in prison. And it's like. He's not Chairman Mao. <laughs> he doesn't look that good in the Mandarin collar. Yeah, not yet. No one does. So 
yeah, this, I gotta give them props on a few things. Like you said, the CGI opening of this is very good, and it, it seems is. extremely serious. It's got like a very deep quote at the beginning, like you're gonna watch the Darnie Darko, a Richard well, Linklater movie. Well, and it touches I don't know, on something. it touches on a lot of important things. The mili- military industrial complex is a problem in this country certainly yeah like we've known that for a long time and they they hit on a some decent points about that throughout the documentary but yeah it's so obvious that they're trying to tie everything together and what like we talked a little bit about flat earthers Mm -hmm. before this and what alarms me about this documentary is it has that same characteristic of the flat earth conspiracy where if you believe this, you have to believe that all of recorded history is a lie. Every exactly. human advancement is a lie. And what that sets up is this situation where no one can ever talk you out of this. Mm-hmm. Once you believe this, you're in. It's a fucking cult. And that's so goddamn dangerous. And I hate it. And I hate that yeah. who like there needs to be a fucking disclaimer on this. Like it should like it should be under the QAnon section on Hulu. Yeah. Like yeah. it it should say this is a QAnon documentary because that's absolutely what it is. Oh, it really it truly is a QAnon documentary. Um what gets me about this too is um you know they say at a certain point they just say it so offhandedly that all human knowledge is garbage. And it's like, okay, so if you had a cut and then there's green pus coming out of it, would you not take antibiotics? Like I want to say to them, yeah. So all of human yeah. knowledge is garbage. So don't yeah, don't take medicine. So if I drop something and it falls, that's not gravity. That's just whatever. Gravity doesn't exist. That's it's an illusion. It, it didn't really happen. Yeah, it does not. What what bothers me too is we we're talking about kind of dangerous or disclaimers about things like this is um when you start to talk about everything is um the matrix. We're caught in the matrix and nothing is real. There's a cabal that controls everything. What you see is not what you see, blah, blah, blah. There's no real reality, all of that sort of reasoning things you often hear from these conspiracy theorists. Uh, do you remember Gabby Giffords, the, the woman who got shot in yeah. Arizona? The guy who had shot her, all he was posting before he did it was, I don't know if I'm real. I don't think this world is real. I think that we're all in the matrix. Right. I want to test the limits of what reality is. And he thought that he could go out and shoot people because he didn't think that the world was real or that other people were real or that anything that happening actually had real implications. Right. And it's like the more you kind of stoke that in people, the more people don't think that there's actual consequences to their actions. Right. And the more that allows people to do dangerous things to prove that point. And it encourages them, I think. It's something we tend to treat as funny. Like, I feel like most people who would review this documentary would either be stone cold conspiracy theorists who believe everything or people who are like taking it as a joke because these fucking QAnon idiots. This is dangerous as fuck. Seriously, it is. But to get some okay, so when they open in the beginning, they open, we get to see sad Oppenheimer again, mascot of this podcast. We got to get, I want some sad Oppenheimer plush dolls that we can sell. Bobby O. <laughs> sad Bobby O. Little Bobby O with the little T on his cheek. Oh, Aww. he's so sad in that clip. Yeah. What they basically assert, they go right off the bat, they go, boom. Guess what nuclear bombs do? They send a ripple through the energy field of consciousness that underlies all of 
existence. And I just thought about this. Nuclear weapons aren't real. Yeah. Those that we didn't invent those because all of human history and all of our inventions are lies. Yeah. So right off the bat, where did the nuclear weapon come from? Yeah. Or if you believe in the whole dinosaur thing, then that's also a lie that there's no yeah. weapons in Hiroshima. Right. Anyone listens to the episode that we depended about dinosaurs. They were like, basically, there's a framework of energy that runs throughout like a giant grid. A and cosmic web. And that is. Cosmic web. That is real. Mm-hmm. Whether it exists for the purpose they say it exists. Yeah, they say it's a giant alien party line. Yeah. That all all the other civilizations. Girl, did you see what she was wearing <laughs> in the reptilian reptilian galaxy? Girl. You see what Earth is doing? <laughs> Shit. I'm watching that 90 Day Fiance and I'm like, damn, Angela. Why did this just turn into Loquisha? <laughs> I don't know, but I mentioned that's all the aliens sound like. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. I hope. I, I fucking hope. hope. Well, they said there's two planets that send out Earth broadcast like broadcast signals, so who knows? That was that was a wild moment. Yeah. So they're already saying that essentially when we set off nuclear weapons, we send out a big signal to everybody else. We basically embarrass ourselves. That's what we did. We embarrassed we're not, ourselves. We're not in a good place spiritually. Yeah, we're like teenagers is like what, streaking at graduation. And that is when a lot of like all the Roswell shit jumps off. Like mm-hmm. it's around the time we're testing nuclear weapons. But they also say that the shit with Hitler predates that. We'll get there. We'll so get their there. timeline does not add up. Well, because they were channeling it. From okay. The, but in that, like, I've heard that before that aliens showed up because we started testing nuclear weapons. Yeah. Fine. I, I can I can get behind that. Sure. And I did find it interesting. I did a little look into, they say that uh, aliens had, ETs had shut down these nuclear arms facilities. And then they pointed to that um, crop circle that was in a dry um, lake bed in Oregon. Right. That is an incredible design. Really look that up because I looked at more images of it. Well, it is super cool looking. And a couple of guys took credit for it. I tried to research it. And there's just this article that was like, if you believe that these two dummies, these two losers were capable of making this. And then they were just like the whole article. They couldn't help but like be like these two lugheads. I'm just like, come on, guy. You could write an article and talk about people being. Yeah. not reliable. Well, the thing, like, the thing about that story or that part of the documentary, I didn't look into the dry lake bed thing, but the the part where UFOs show up and shut down our nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. that was reported by some pretty legitimate outlets. But the thing that yeah. was reported was the 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 like press conference that they show in the documentary. Yeah, but. That press conference is based on hundreds of reports from people who worked for the Air Force and were like, we saw nuclear or we worked for nuclear wep- with nuclear weapons and we saw UFOs. So that part I found kind of interesting. But uh, but again, we're just talking aliens at that or UFOs at that point. Yeah. And because it seems like that did actually happen. Like. It's true. Yeah, I have heard similar things before. We've talked about it, how like, uh, you know, often near Air Force bases, nuclear bases, there have been reports of ETs. So 
Okay. The, the oh, incident okay. that's considered like the Roswell of England happened at Rendlesham yes. Air Force Base. Yes. We did an episode about the Rendlesham yeah. incident. And I've watched some recreates of that. It's pretty cool. I like when the, the higher up guy's like, bloody fuck, what's your main name? Bloody E.T. shot us down. I want to go see it myself. And he goes out there. He's like, holy moly. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a very good recreation of what happened. But again. <laughs> <Like> fucking aliens. <laughs> fucking hell. But again. Go down E.T. in it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fine thinking. I, I, you can sell me on the idea that maybe UFOs showed up and were like, hey, sure, those nuclear sure. weapons. Fuck it. Don't do that. Yeah. Still doesn't mean. Trump wants us to have free energy and is collaborating with the FBI to make it happen. Also, if reptilians and the cabal control Earth, why are other ETs shooting on the nuclear weapons? Wouldn't they be able to stop them from doing that? You would think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's an obvious conflict, I guess. Or Powering on. Hey, that's a little blip, glitch in the matrix, I suppose. You know, that's one area where they don't have the um, the most control. Sure, sure. Now, what I did find interesting about this incident, at the time this was reported, the people who covered it was CBS and this uh, website called, I think it's called Stripes.com, but it's like Stars and Stripes. It's like an official military yeah. outlet. This was the Air Force's response. They were asked to comment on these incidents, and the Air Force just pointed reporters to a statement that was posted on their website that says no UFO reported, investigated, and evaluated by the Air Force was ever an indication of a threat to our national security. <laughs> you could have just said no, he's you lying. You could have knocked me over with a feather when I read that. Holy, that is amazing. amazing. Well, but it's not a denial. No. Did you understand? So fine. I All right. UFOs. I get it. Sure. UFOs, aliens don't like us. A-okay all day. Setting off nuclear weapons. At least we're acknowledging nuclear weapons are real at this point. I appreciate that. Yeah. So now we move into the whole military industrial complex part. But you had a question. Did I understand what? Did you like understand what the fuck Laura Eisenhower was talking about? That's it's it's that's coming right up. But first, let's listen to Eisenhower's famous military industrial complex speech, which they play in the documentary. And it's a good speech. An amazing speech. I mean, it's one that I definitely remember studying in school, in high school. And um, Eisenhower, Eisenhower is adorable. He's got like a little potato head and I love it. Yeah. He's so cute and he's got a beautiful smile. And he sounds like a president. He's what I feel like Ronald Reagan should have been, but had no chance of ever being. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not fair to judge everyone against everyone else. January 17th, 1961. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States. God, this sounds spooky. Good evening, my fellow Yeah, it does. <sighs> we now stand 10 years past the midpoint of a century that has witnessed four major wars among great nations. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. What's happening? We're suddenly in moonlight. Until the Sonata. latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. <laughs> American makers of guy behind him smoking a cigarette with the piano. And as required, keyboard make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. Phantom of the Opera. 
We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, I feel like they've we added guard some dramatics. The acquisition oh, of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together. Tubular bells. <laughs> so what he was saying was, don't let the military run amok with your taxpayer money. And we were like, eh, think about it. What if we do? Yeah, what if we, what if, what if what you just said? Opposite. Yeah. What if we do that instead? It's so cute how you said the thing that nobody wanted to do. So, yeah. So that is, okay, again, fair point, wonderful point, glorious point. Of course, we should be very wary of the government colluding with the military. Of course, we should be very wary of the, of the industry, private industry, the corporations. Right. Of which they never name a specific one. They don't. They At kind one of allude point, to Rockefeller, I guess, in Standard Oil. Well, there's, a, a one, there's one point where Corey Good says... Uh, and I don't want to say the names, but they're on the tip of the tongue of everyone watching this. And I was like, those are Jewish names. Like, you're just going to list off yeah. Jews. Rothschilds. Yeah. So this is where they they get to Laura Eisenhower, who is mm-hmm. fam family. You talk about a wild-eyed crazy. She's she got is, some peepers. She, yes, she they does. Are, and they are popping. They are. She's popping them peepers. And... She drops some inexplicable lines in this interview that are barely explained. My favorite one, right off the bat. This is not the first thing she says? Yeah, she says, so I was recruited to go off planet in 2006. And then just keeps going. It's like, wait, what? But who who did that? Who recruited you? That's an editor choice. And then she says, it seems. Drop it in there, but. She says, it seems to be related to the alternative three scenario. And then they just keep going. And I'm like, the who what now? Exactly. What is the alter? I think it relates to, because then she starts talking about uh, building colonies on other stars and planets. And I think the alternative three scenario must be some scenario where Earth is dying and we have three other alternative planets set up. But they don't. I got that because I'm smart. Yeah. And I wasn't super high when I watched this, but kind of high. Also sounds like a bad Quentin Tarantino movie. Like oh, that yeah. Like would be within a yeah. Tarantino the movie. The alternative three. 
<laughs> She's just running out of adjectives. Sincerely. I went to her Facebook page and I got even more confused. It's possible to get more confused. So Laura Eisenhower blows the whistle on secret Mars colony project. In her public statement, Laura Eisenhower contends that Dr. Harold E. Puthoff, my guess is good yours, Puthoff, a former researcher at Stanford Research Institute is the behind-the-scenes coordinator of the Mars Colonization Project. She added that numerous attempts were made to recruit her into the project from April 2006 to January 2007. Her testimony is corroborated by her close friend, Kylia, a Stanford-educated artist and futurist. Hell yeah. The alleged purpose of the secret colony. I'm sorry, I'm just like is to provide a survival mechanism for the human race in the event of planned or natural planned or natural cataclysm that would depopulate the earth. And like I don't I hope we're working on shit like that. Like I wish, I hope. And but can you imagine really ever being like, yeah, I'm the pope cuz my friend Gary said so. What do you mean? What? <laughs> no, I love this. Her testimony is corroborated by her close friend. Kylia, it's just like, yeah, my buddy, oh, yeah. my buddy says it's true. Yeah, yeah, and again, like, yeah, Cindy Crawford tried to suck my dick, but I told her I couldn't because I'm married, right, Dale? Like the thing about colonies on other on the moon or on other planets. Well, so what about that? Like, what if what if someone's like, yeah, we're fucked. Like, we're not gonna turn this shit around in time. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me now. Like, tell me when I gotta go. Like. I don't like build the fucking things mm-hmm. and don't alarm me as Joe podcaster down here trying to do my fucking best. I don't want to panic about the dying earth right now. So it could yeah. be that what she's talking about isn't that scandalous. Like they mention here in this also that, oh, we're building like cities underground. Dope. Cool. Like I want, I, I would, I would live in an underground city. Yeah, they make, they make just the basic fact of their being. Okay, I guess it depends how much that bothers you, because I mean, obviously there are the libertarians among us who would, uh, you know, hate any sort of government expenditure, secret or not, and um, you know, there is the fact that people don't want to be lied to. But I mean, there's lots of government programs that I don't know about, and I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, is it lying to just not tell us about a program? Is that lying? I see. That's the thing. I don't know if that's more like a philosophical, ethical. Question, yeah. I, I like, I, I don't know if this part of it where she, she says oh, they're building colonies. Like, yeah. Like we all know okay. that we all know that the next fucking frontier is motherfuckers are going to start colonizing space. Yeah. It's already going to be a tourist industry to go to the stratosphere or whatever it is. And, and is she really blowing the whistle or is she just being a, bad recruit yeah she seems like a washout like a sourpuss uh like yeah. it's does it, it would it inherently bother you if the u.s had underground if the u.s government had built underground cities or facilities either in the continental u.s or in Antarctica? does that and they don't talk about it does that fact bother you well they we know they have like yeah. there's uh i can't remember the name of it now but there's well there's a great well no there's that yeah, the all the Antarctica shit mm. is a, another thing, but there's an episode of Jesse Ventura's conspiracy show where he goes oh, yeah. to this. I'm off the grid. Well, he goes <laughs> to this military installation that's basically like built into the side of a mountain, and it's got this like crazy 
huge gated entrance. And he's like, what What would happen if I just drove my Jeep through here? And they're like, oh, we'll shoot you. We're not going to tell you why. We'll, yeah. just, we'll, we'll just shoot you. You'll die yeah. wondering what's inside this mountain. Like, and so we all, we know that happens. Like, we know there's there's like a whole other i don't think this is even a conspiracy theory there's a like a mountain like installation or an underground thing where in the event of oh, about iron mountain uh i don't i don't know the name of it but it's it's where it like a transitional government thing yeah 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 and like of course we have those so right on yeah it's not outside the realm of possibility that we could be building shit underground and look maybe it is just for the elites maybe we're all going to die up here but that's exactly what i expect rich people to be doing right now building fucking underground cities to uh live in while we all die horrible deaths also anyone living in gobeki tepe right now what you know gobeki (laughs) you know the place in turkey that discovered it was like an underground city oh gobeki tepe no no one lives I love there. To say it. I love to say it. Yeah, let's just go back to go Becky Tepe. It's like one of the first. It's it made them kind of a look back at uh, what they thought was their earliest civilizations. And literally, I was just in a field in Turkey and sees the things sticking out the ground. What the fuck is this? And it leads into a cavern that leads into all of these underground Jesus. tunnels. It's it's incredible. Yeah, check out go Becky Tepe. Yeah, just what's go back a, into that. What's a one bedroom going for? I gotta find out, man. Yeah, the check credit. Checking credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta uh, go underground. So this is this is actually where they get to the ultimate point of this documentary mm-hmm. is that uh, sometime around 1955, after all of this alien shit has happened as a result of World War Two, Eisenhower is forced into signing a treaty with the Nazis. Yes. And at that point. That's when Rockefeller, Nelson Rockefeller, enters the conspiracy theory fray because it's alleged that at that point he restructured the CIA and MJ-12, which was the the panel looking into UFOs and aliens, and basically made that the new shadow government. And that is the birth of the deep state. Mm-hmm. That's That's basically when you hear deep state this is the genesis for it except for that reptilian six thousand years ago also yeah it's um well the cia it's okay it's it's just very weird to me because it's like the cia didn't exist before world war ii it's the office of secret service selective service oss yeah okay so it's oss so when they're saying like they're like this guy changed up the whole fucking CIA. In my mind, that's not a department that's even existed for that long. So it sort of me just seems like a natural thing that happens when a new person comes in and they just say, we have new goals and designs for this department and it's going to be a lot bigger now. I It just doesn't sound as nefarious to me as they're making it out to be. Yeah. If Maybe it, I'm naive. Yeah, but and it also involves a treaty with aliens. Well, it also it says uh, Eisenhower was forced into treaty with the Nazi faction. Oh, right. Yeah, this is how the which that we know that happened. We brought over Nazi. We did Operation Paperclip. We brought a lot of Nazis over. That that definitely happened. Sure. And but they also say not just in scientists. This film. uh, I say film like rolling my eyes like film. It's a fucking film. What am I doing? this film says that we brought over all these Nazis in uh, corporations, too, and in government. Right. Which, what? I don't remember there being, like, 
the center from Oklahoma has the porch. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember us getting a lot of Nazis over in our government and our corporations. Yeah, I don't like the like we know the not the Nazi thing happened. But that's the problem with the these kind of things and you're talking about before. Yeah. Is it's like once you say one thing, then it's like they just throw three more in there and hope that you don't notice them. It's like, yeah, we brought over our Nazi scientists and people in the corporate and government world. It's like Oh, we did. Right. And so, so yeah, that like that happened, but they also bring up at this point, they bring up Maria Orsic. Okay. Well, they also, is this, yeah. So Eisenhower was denied access to area 51 and he's like, I'm going to bring the first army out of Colorado until I get a full report. But what's going on? And that's when he found out that it was in Ohio. And then there were the craft that they said they moved to Roswell, that there were these craft that were engineered that they were reverse engineering that were german in origin and alien right this is the big bombshell yeah they 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 talked to a guy in this section and one thing i did find interesting uh they mention that during world war ii the nazis were so intent on getting the best technology that they weren't focusing on tanks and things and that's why they lost the ground war. It's like, yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, that's, not Russia. Yeah, that, they didn't invade Russia in the middle of winter with no fucking socks on. That yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, and the USS definitely didn't get involved. Yeah. We didn't yeah, nuke US, Japan the, just to scare aliens. Uh-huh. But... I mean, Hitler did spend a lot of money. They did go to Tibet. That's definitely true. They did go to Antarctica. They... yeah. And we yeah. did send, uh, uh, they bring up the Germans sending all their stuff to Antarctica. And they they talk about all these underground bases that are like research and development for mm. some of the worst crimes imaginable. Yeah. Okay. They say that uh, the Nazis were hooked up into this group called the Vril Society. Right. And Vril is this thing that these people were looking for in the 20s. And it was supposed to be that underground, under the earth, there exists a race of people. Uh, I guess they're aliens, but they are sort of Nordic people and they have this limitless energy. It sounds like something out of a sci-fi novel. They've been right. limitless energy source called Vril. So they thought that the Buddhists in Tibet were the ancestral Aryans and that they could connect them into the earth through like a portal and that could connect them to Vril. They could hit the vril. Did it work? Hard. You tell me. Seems like it might have. Yeah. And they also. And Antarctica was also supposed to be a pathway to vril. They also you talk about Maria Orsic. The, yes. She was. They, they say this so matter of factly that she was channeling alien technology from aliens. Yes. And giving it to the Nazis to the point that Nazis had moon bases in 1939. Right. Laura. Sure they did. Yeah. Because. Deal with it. This is great science, though, and it reminded me of the Sukalos thing. I thought there was, there was a connection here. So the Vril Society, Maria Orsic has got a ponytail, and the Vril members, when they were women, they were usually attractive young women who grew their hair all the way down past their hips, which is not really popular in the 1920s. The logic for growing their hair to such an extravagant length centered around the belief that human hair acts as an antenna to make contact with extraterrestrials. Is that why I'm not talking to as many aliens as I feel like That's I should? I so. But Sukalos 
said when someone asked about his hair in a Reddit thread, he's like, maybe it's trying to contact the aliens. Oh, Creepy. maybe maybe he hit the hit the rail. Yeah, but they basically said that this lady was speaking in tongues and like translating schematics and blueprints. Although, what the fuck does that even sound like? Three degrees left in yeah, the upper right? wing of the. She's drawing schematics. Who's writing down? She's writing it the down? schematics that she's speaking in tongues. In these like sex magic rituals, she's connecting with aliens and like hooking up with them, and they're giving her all of these designs so that they can make the bell, which is that Nazi legendary creation that they had was like an anti time anti-gravity. travel machine. Time travel machine. Yeah. So you have to just accept that. Yeah. So then with that technology, but there were reptilians that the Nazis were chilling with. So they said that, well, Corey Good says that the Nazis ran into reptilians under the earth, right? When they were in Antarctica, they found their warm cities that exist under there. I don't, I don't know if of their geothermal heat, that's how it happened. But it's, their it's suggested suit? that at one point, this reptilian race basically approached the Nazis and was like, you know what? Fuck the Jews. Like, that's what it's, it seems like, like this, it's a question I've always had in this documentary kind of uh-huh. tells me the answer is yes. Like, did these aliens get in contact with the Nazis and be like, you're right. Get them Jews out of here. I, because it's, they well, they interview a guy mm-hmm. who I think is one of the more fascinating parts of this documentary. His name's William Tompkins. Oh, yeah. He wrote a book in 2015 called Selected by Extraterrestrials. And he's the one who is basically in this documentary sharing all of this. Like, he's the source, even when the talking heads are talking about it. Yeah. Because his, his story is that when he was... Uh, in the military during World War II, uh, he was in the Navy, and he was tasked with getting information from these 23 naval intelligence officers mm-hmm. who were embedded in the Nazi secret space programs. Mm-hmm. And they were coming back and reporting all of this shit. Like, not the Nazis have fucking UFOs. They have all of this technology. And as he goes on and on he that that's where we hear every book on planet earth is misinformation it's all all lies everything you've ever read is lies Mm -hmm. and he's the one who brings up the draco reptilians yeah they're be they're like 12 feet tall and they smell bad and they eat humans they eat humans uh but not nazis Okay, this is one of my things. Unfortunate character flaw mm-hmm. of the Draco reptilians. They don't eat Nazis. I just realized that what people would explain this away as. Okay, so the reptilians were hooked up with the Nazis, and they were cool with the fact that the Nazis wanted to exterminate all the Jews because they just wanted to get off the people off planet and enslave them anyway. But then also a lot of these people who they claim are reptilians themselves are Jewish, like George Soros and Rothschilds. Right. So the Jews are both the victims of and hooked up with the reptilians. Well, those are self-hating Jews. Okay. So <laughs> that's good. It's okay. fine. Those okay. exist, Laura. Yep. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I you know I get confused. <laughs> the the thing about this guy, he seems really credible, but I think it's just because he's old. Yeah, and, and you you don't speaking expe- yeah he's plainly. speaking very matter of factly, and you don't think in like he doesn't like if he was like thirty five, I'd be like whoa. This guy's nuts. 
Yeah. But he's old, so it, it all sounds good. And then he starts getting off into the reptilians, came back to work with the Nazis. And he literally says that the plan was the reptilians would help them rid the country of Jews and Jews all around the world. But he says uh, the people that Hitler wanted gone. It's like, yeah, he doesn't see the people that Hitler had a problem with. He doesn't say the genocide that Hitler wanted to create. Right. He makes it sound like they had like a hit list. Like they were Richard Nixon. They had like an enemies list. And then the, the next step was everyone, every man, woman and child would be enslaved working in these factories to build Drake Draco reptilian ships. Yes. Which like, how are you building? How are you building them now? Yeah. The space submarines come after we win the war though. Yeah. That's when the Nazis the Nazi scientists come over and they give us all this alien technology and people were not joking. They say the first US built spaceships were just submarines that they like attached the Nazi propulsion technology gravity shit too. to and that we've been using these fucking things to go back and forth to space ever since. What's interesting, uh-huh. Laura, uh-huh. remember those Navy UFO videos? What did that fucking thing in that video look like? It looked like a cigar, a, a pill. It looked yeah. like a long, a, elongated pill shaped. Yeah. And that's what these fucking spaceships in this documentary are described as. Yeah. They are essentially, yeah, compartmentalized. They, flying through space the nazis are on the moon the nazis are on mars um yeah sure that's believable they they make it seem like it's like this old guy is like you know before he dies he really has to get this off his chest that's where it comes off very confessional like a deathbed confession you know he died after before the movie came out um that's dead and another guy later on is also dead but that guy clearly just through being a hundred years old he's so old very old. It's extremely old, which is fine. Uh, you could be old. I'm not going to fault you on that. Oh, gosh. And then they fucking rope in Kennedy. They pull in Kennedy. Like, you don't need to rope in Kennedy. That it's, can be its own conspiracy. Why do you need to take their conspiracy? You have your own conspiracy. Well, they... they They're greedy for conspiracies. I mean, at this point, if you believe the CIA became our shadow government in 1955 this part of the conspiracy makes sense because this is it it has been suggested that jfk was going to tell us some things about aliens Mm -hmm. and he lived for about 11 more days after that like we know that he also did say he's going to scatter the cia to the winds yes he, he also went very hard on secret societies and uh, just keeping secrets from the American public. Yeah. And his brother also pissed off a lot of people. And they were both, man, the assassination of Bobby Kennedy is the craziest conspiracy theory, hands down. You've heard the rumor, or is it a real audio where the guy says, we got the bastard in Dallas and we got the little, we got the little shit in L.A.? <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if there's that exists. Yeah, I think there's a CIA agent who's heard on record being like, we got the, they called him like the bastard and the little shit. There's a crazy video. There's a really good. But I have watched numerous things about Sirhan Sirhan and um, the sort of Manchurian candidate like. Well, there's a, there's a him. really great video in one of these, one of the documentaries about the assassination of Bobby Kennedy where 
this witness is keeps saying he was standing about as far as I am from you, which is about as far as I am from you, yeah, a couple of feet. which were a few feet away yeah. and shooting at Bobby Kennedy And this guy interviewing him keeps like trying to get him to say something different mm-hmm. because the shot that killed Bobby Kennedy was a close contact shot behind his ear. Yeah. Sirhan Sirhan never got that close to Bobby Kennedy. And Bobby Kennedy's security guard that night was not a Bobby Kennedy fan. Bobby Kennedy's fucking security guard shot him behind the ear. Mm-hmm. That's what fucking happened to Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, and you've heard about the theory about the girl. It's all know, crazy. It's we did dress. we did an episode about it. It's fucking nuts. And it it is nuts. It's it's CIA mind control shit. Yeah, but I don't believe that that had two nets. I don't think you need. I don't think you need aliens to be involved for the CIA to want to kill Kennedy, either Kennedy. You don't. You don't need it, but I don't like. I'm not I, saying it's impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible, and it still, again, doesn't make this a credible documentary. No, because the way it ends, they're trying. They're taking almost every conspiracy theory in history throwing it all in a fucking pot and ending it by saying Trump's going to round people up and save us from all this. Yes, it's very nefarious what they're doing, which is they're softening you up. Yes. They're it's ma- grooming. You know, yeah, it is creepy. It's like you go to it's like going to a guy's place and he gives you a drink and then you're making now and then he gives you a back rub and you're like, "Oh, these are all nice things." And then he rapes you in the anus. It's not okay. No. No. You know? It, it feels It's like we I've consented to all these other conspiracies and then you're asking me to consent to this final one and I do not. Yeah, it it feels like Trump propaganda at the end. And it's obvious. And then they're like, well, it doesn't matter who what president is. And it's like, you just said it did. Yeah, you said it very much Ugh. matters. Corey Good is infuriating. Uh, So, yeah, there's. And then we take a we take a spin. This is like Mr. Toad's wild ride. Like, this is a hard left. We go right into secret societies. Yeah, it is a really hard left. And they don't say anything like. Well, because Kennedy said that stuff about secret societies, yeah. I guess. But. Secret societies can exist without there being aliens. But they're saying the secret societies are just one small example that we have an inkling of notion about that represent the true dark nefarious secrets. Yeah, I, I, I feel like at this point they're trying to almost hedge their bets a little bit and make this not seem like it's just uh, Jews. Yeah. Like they're like they because they or throw in George alien Bush. Yeah. So they're like, see, we're fucking we're we're almost Democrats, man. We're saying George Bush is in a secret society, too. It's yeah, it's, it is throwing out a lot of familiar uh, enemies like George Bush senior and other one. And um, yeah, definitely throwing those guys under the bus and all the 9-11 stuff. And uh, yikes. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't like elites, elites, right? You hate them, too. You yeah, know how bad those guys are. And if it sounds like we're jumping all over the place right now, it's because this documentary this starts jumping all this over is the fucking where it place. Goes. Yeah, and then it's uh, it's secret societies. It's this is that. And then there's a weird scene where there's just a press conference where a guy says the CIA sells drugs. It's like we know everyone knows that. 
Well, that's that's what's very confusing with David Icke and all those guys, because I feel like a lot of what they're, I've mentioned it before, I think they came to the conclusion about this alien stuff a lot because of environmentalism, because they cannot conceive of human beings acting so evilly as to destroy their own planet out of greed. They think it has to be aliens because humans aren't capable of acting that way. And it's like, they certainly are. They very much are. And in this movie, they make it seem that because the CIA is unethical enough to deal drugs or to assassinate someone, they must be in a secret cabal with aliens. Yeah. That's like being like, you have a speeding ticket and you cheat on your wife, so you must have killed John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, it's a leap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like a couple of bad flaws do not mean that you're in a cabal with aliens. So they they go they from cabal. They go from secret societies. Uh they bring up all the usual ritual stuff that you hear about secret societies. Then that this it's is skulls. <laughs> this is when Corey Good really gets to shine because they start talking about America's secret space program. And this is the craziest part where they describe kids being taken out of school and driven to these underground bases where they're put through. Uh, Corey Good seemed to like it. He called it training, and he was like, some days we only got to do 45 minutes. And then this other woman who's interviewed is like, they injected me in my neck, and I felt like my body was going to just disintegrate and go down a drain. It's like, okay. And what they're all being trained for is... A secret space program. Yes, it is secret space program and MK Ultra production. That's all yeah. I can think of is these people are just ripping off what we actually know to be true about MK Ultra and just taking all those stories and saying, "Oh, you think that's true? Because that's what the Illuminati does, and that's what the secret space program does." And that it's that times a hundred. So if you can imagine that they do that, imagine they do things a hundred times worse. Right. And it's like you're just trying to sell me. A new, you're just, you're new coking MK Ultra. You're trying to new coke MK Ultra. You're trying to say, yeah. yeah. But the the space pro, we have to talk about some of the details of yeah, the yeah, okay. secret but space I'm program. Like, that's a lot of what it sounds like. Okay, so, okay. So let's all believe that Max Spears is another guy that interviews We don't have here. to fucking believe it, but Max yeah. Spears is a crazy fucking story. He says the secret space program thing too, which is selected as a child. Also, let's talk about the fact that this stuff mirrors Hero's Journey and all that business, you know, screenplay writing. Uh, I was a special child and I was selected and it's Harry Potter and all that garbage, you know, Luke Skywalker. Well, yeah. And it basically what they describe is at some point and it seems like it happens more in your teens, not. So well, some of the kids. It's like the like the like none of the parents, none of the kids would go home and be like, "Yeah, I went to a museum." None of the parents would be like, "Why did just you go to a museum?" Yeah, well, no, because they pick kids from bad backgrounds. Oh, wrong side of the tracks, like Jeffrey Epstein. Bunch of eight mile kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they the the space program. They basically they call it a twenty and back, and what you do is you are recruited into this space program. You serve 20 years in this secret space program that is apparently colonizing other planets. Yeah. And then at the end of your 20 years, you are age regressed and taken back in time to the point right before you join that space program. You forget all about it. You go on and live your life. Here's the thing. Once again fine with that 
I don't give a really? shit. If that's if that's what it takes to get us off this burning fucking planet someday, who cares? You get age regressed and you forget all about it. Well, and in the meantime, you're convenient that these couple of people did it. And in the meantime, you're zipping around. Well, no, that's not the point. I'm not saying I believe them. I'm saying I don't fucking care. Well, the concept of it, I don't have a problem with. It's like, you know, it's like um, Starship Troopers meets Space Cases, which was a show on Nickelodeon that I watched as a child. Yeah. Space like It's Cases. I still don't see how this is that nefarious. And even the repress, my fucking fantasy when it comes to global warming is this exact thing that someone somewhere has the technology that will save us in some capacity. Yeah. And they're like, we're just going to fucking raid the planet until, until we can do the that. last possible minute. Yeah. Millions of people might die in the process, but we kind of got a lot of people. So like if we got like, if you join the military and at some point they approach you and they're like, look, we're building colonies up there and we need you. And you say, okay, and then you do that, and then they men in black you yeah. and, like, take you, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I I'm, think, not, yeah. I'm not mad at what they're saying is happening here. They, I mean, they made It's a it secret, sound, but. Yeah. Well, that's also why some of this is a little bit bizarre, because these do seem guys who are prone to ego and prone to fantastical things, perhaps. Uh, so it sounds very like do you know how often Corey Good says in this that he's a very powerful empath. Well, that's why he was selected, Laura. <laughs> but he says it over. He's like, I was a very valuable asset because I was a very valuable empath because I'm extremely high powered empath. It's like suck my dick. What do you think about that? Jesus it, Christ. Yeah, he empath does. On that. He talks about how humans are valued. Creative. We're so yeah. creative. Like aliens and it's are like, our well, patrons. Well, then why? Then why did the Nazis need to get all the tech from the aliens? Yeah. Why did? What are we good why at? Genocide? He, Is that what they he, mean? Yeah. Like humans are like painting nudies in like <laughs> yeah. some aliens' house, or he's like, you know, like making up some sick beats we get up they're there like, they have like dance clubs for the first time in space you know because they're like they we get up music. there and they're like we got these two groups how do we make them fight exactly. how do we do that tell us how you guys are so good at that tell us how you do that We've how wearing, do we make people hate each other we've been wearing our jeans the same way for 40 years how do we do it different and then we're like holes 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 let me tell you about the tight roll <laughs> yeah uh so yeah they the secret space program they keep talking about we're building bases we're building ba good good that's great because like probably china's doing it mm -hmm. like they got a pretty robust space program they like, mentioned china's empty cities that's proof of something yeah they use that as proof. like they bring up the which is true right like the day before 9-11, Donald mm -hmm. Rumsfeld went on TV and was like, we lost $3 trillion. Yeah. And they, what they're suggesting is that that $3 trillion that we lost mm -hmm. is being funneled into these secret programs to build cities underground and to build cities and colonies on other planets. And once again, fine. That's the thing about Jordan Sather. The dude who's in this, the co-producer, he keeps repeating this. He's like, as uh, as above, so below. What is that? He yeah. keeps saying that, like that's proof of something. He's like, they build above and they build below. As above, so below. And it's like, okay. And it's like, if sure, 
if they're building that many, then it's obviously not for like 12 people. Yeah. But they did say there's a galactic slave trade and that's bad. Well, galactic slave trade. Sure. That's that's bad times. And but they said that's the reptilians the, eat humans. That's the deal we had to sign to get all this technology, Laura. All our amazing technology and our cars still work the fuck. That's what's so bizarre about this movie. Okay. It's like they can't make a decision on any point. They're like, isn't it amazing how in this 20th century, we, you know, we have fridges and we have planes and we have all these amazing things. And then they're later, they're like, isn't our technology bullshit? Wah, wah, we still have the same cars. What's that about? Yeah. And, and we like, very much don't have the same cars. And it's like, is technology amazing or isn't it? You, you can't decide. You can't tell. You can't tell me whether our technology has come along an amazingly fast rate or we're being held back by the yeah. greedy corporations. It's like, you can't have that both ways. And it, that's why as this documentary goes on and on, and we're going to wrap it up in a few minutes. I'm sorry. Yes. There's I mean, so I've much heated. more. I've gotten heated. I've gone on rants. I've been very stoned. So things are irrational. Well, as this goes, documentary goes on, it just kind of falls apart more and more until the point where they bring up Trump and QAnon. And they bring up Trump and QAnon literally to say, this is what's going to save us. Trump. At one point, what because they say that with the deep state and all of these secret societies, white hats, black hats, some of them are bad. Laura, some of them are good. And those good ones approached mm-hmm. Trump before the 2016 election, and they were like, you, you fucking wrinkly, decrepit, orange, fuck, Mob stick, lawyer. piece <laughs> of shit, are going to be the person who brings down this cabal. And they mention... That Trump's uncle was the person who cleared out Nikolai Tesla's safe after Nikolai Tesla died. Okay, so how does that translate into Trump's going to be the person to share all this alien technology with us? That makes zero sense. And the idea that Republicans, any Republican, including Trump, is somehow the party of give people free energy get right the fuck out of here with that that is nonsense this movie came out in 2018 and yeah. trump had revealed zero fucking secrets well that's because the storm was coming laura and he had locked up zero of the swamp his own people had gotten wa- locked up by then if this had come out maybe in 2017 early 2017 i would maybe give them a smidge of i don't even want to say credit but i would maybe think that i kind of understand how they might believe that but it was like it was two years into his presidency and clearly it was wrong well you know? well like, clearly no that didn't happen it would have happened already well what they what they build up to they they also why couldn't the aliens help why couldn't um or rather the whites have people help him win the popular vote who knows <laughs> but what so what they basically build up to is 1955 this secret cabal fueled by alien technology takes over the u.s government they start this galactic slave trade building colonies above uh, above us and below us for reasons we don't know but it's very evil it's very satanic and what is going to happen next is now that trump has been elected he's going to clear all these people out and destroy this evil cabal and what they lean on to convince us that this is coming not just that it could be a thing at some point in the future but it's coming and it's coming soon they actually give us a date 
in the documentary that by the time we watch this, that date has passed. Right. But uh, they talk about these 45,000 sealed indictments, which is such a high number. Like there's normally like a thousand at one time or whatever number they they quote. The numbers in this, they reminds me of Scientology. Yeah. You know, Scientology would be like, you know, we have e-meters that are 8,000 times stronger than the e-meters we put out last year. Or like, they'd be like, your body's covered in 8 million thetans. Or yeah. Just ridiculous numbers that make no sense. Or billionaire contracts. Yeah. Well, what's, what's cr- not crazy? I don't know. I'm c- kind of dangerous. Just, I didn't like. I don't know how to describe it, but unsettling. What what they're kind of doing is setting up this sort of no lose situation for their side, where they're saying, "All right, forty five thousand sealed indictments. All of those people are part of this cabal." Which, by the way, it's a big cabal. That's a whole lot of fucking. Pe- that's way more people than I thought were running you can't this country. Fit that many people in a wine cave? No, a lot of fucking stadiums won't hold that many people. But what they lean, what the what they're basically doing is setting up this situation where, all right, we've told you about these forty five thousand indictments. If you go out on the website, you can kind of recreate the search that they use to find these, mm-hmm. which is their proof that this is actually happening. And it sets up this situation where uh, on the off chance, Trump goes out and fucking rounds up intellectuals and elites and mainstream media insiders, people who oppose him, Hollywood, Ford and press. Right. Then this conspiracy theory and the people who believe it will be able to go see it's that fucking evil cabal as opposed to just a dictator rounding up the opposition and the people who can most effectively question him as all dictators do yeah like that is a thing dictators do it's one of the first things they do when they get their dictator card so this conspiracy theory is going to put everyone who believes it when that happens at so much ease where they're going to be like oh my god trump is the most ethical president of all time when he's just rounding up dissidents but if it never gets to the point where he rounds up dissidents, mm-hmm. the people behind this conspiracy theory get to go, the deep state won. We can't stop fighting. Exactly. Like there's no, this is a win-win for the people behind this conspiracy theory. To end it that way on those 45,000 sealed indictments, which by the way, I'll link to a couple people who debunked this. The site they used to search... Like the, the, the stuff I link to is way more detailed, but the site they use to search has filters and you can filter out things like speeding tickets and just like civil cases and all this inconsequential bullshit that they don't filter out when they're talking 45,000. And they're like, the numbers keep growing. Of course, because you're just adding new cases to however many you found in 2016. So now you run that same search and add whatever you find to what you found before. And it's like 45,000. And the truth is there's not any more or less sealed indictments of the kind they're talking about on the docket right now. They're being intentionally, they're lying. They're they're fucking lying. Also, you know what aliens hate? Rico laws. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's going to take the aliens down. Rico laws. Rico. Sure. Okay, they control everything on the planet and all source and all education, all knowledge, all wisdom, but 
they I don't know if we want to file that but, RICO case. Yeah, but a jury system will surely take them down. Twelve we're, jurors. We're throw Twelve, these, jurors. Twelve jurors couldn't take out OJ. We're going to throw these aliens in jail. <laughs> the alien episode of Judge Judy. You Draco reptilians, you want to eat humans? Baloney. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. If there's a secret space program that's building colonies for us to go to when this planet dies... I expect that's what I expect. Like that's what I I expect it, and I don't know if I I would want the government. Like, what are they expecting? Like, is the are they expecting that at some point in like the eighties the government was supposed to come out and be like, oh, by the way, like we got like seventy more years left, and after that everything's on fire and people are gonna die. So we're built. Don't worry, we're building colonies yeah. in space and underground why why would you tell people there's actually a really interesting i hope i can find it someday again but it used to be on netflix it was a series called evacuating earth Mm -hmm. and it was about how we would react if we had if we knew we had like 70 years left yeah and the scenario they used was a neutron star which is a thing we'd see coming for a long time Mm -hmm. Everything it touches, it's going to, so you can't shoot it out of the sky. It's going to annihilate everything it touches. And when it hits us, we're done. And it lays out all the steps that would take place. And it's like, we would basically have to go looking for other planets to inhabit. And even in that scenario, it takes them some decades to tell people. Like, they're not like... Oh yeah, we got 70 years left cuz people would lose their fucking minds. Yeah. People would be like I'm not going to be fucking like I have no future even I'm not if it's work. Yeah. 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 And so I I I feel I, I don't know. I I don't feel that threatened by what they're claiming is going on in this documentary. Really quickly, no wrapping up, but Jordan Sather, co-producer from his own website. In early 2011, at the age of 20, Jordan started working at a health food and supplement store, which opened his eyes to the corrupted state of the medical, pharmaceutical, and nutrition industries. He quickly traced these rabbit holes into others. The true nature of the financial system, military industrial complex, the UFO phenomenon, the deep state, and more of what was really happening on on our planet. This is where his awakening began. His manager, Doug, cut his cigarette break short at GNC. And it all became clear that deep state is bullshit. Yeah. Is that the only thing I could think of? That's like, clearly this guy was working at GNC and was like, spirulina is really good for everything, isn't it? But my, why did my mom give me Dimatap? Yeah. And like, if you're working in a store that sells that shit, it's not a secret. People, that's the people that we're talking about. These are our so-called experts. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, if, if the secrets are a thing that you sell, it's not a secret. No, we just don't fuck with it because we would rather eat burgers. Yeah, maybe like in. But this is the Ken Burns of the fucking alien world. Like here's the and here's the other thing. You think of a fucking alien comes down and is like, "Hey, stop eating steak." A lot of motherfuckers are gonna be like, "Fuck you, Mister Alien. Steak is good." Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what these people expect. But how do you say that and expect me to take it seriously? Yeah, I. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Well, but that's what we're dealing with. So yeah, go watch Above Majestic or don't Above Majestic. Uh, because it is it it ends on 
a fucking like. But these characters are a hoot. They sure are. They are not boring. No, and it's, it's not a boring movie. Like they they lay out a, a decent case, but that's what documentaries like this do. Like, and uh, it's just enough. Like there are so many theories going around now that are just so fucking dangerous and they all point to either uh trump is our savior or all of history is a lie and anyone who tries to convince you otherwise is part of that lie so don't believe them and it's just it all feels like it's leading up to something very ugly in that thing it feels like it's leading up to is people being rounded up and fucking arrested and it will be because they're dissidents and they're people who don't support Trump. It won't be because Trump wants to give you free energy, you fucking idiots. Like, imagine living we your life. Over I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brushed over your budget, but the fucking, they make a point that his uncle cleaned out Tesla's safe. Yeah, where's the fruit? Where, what did he find? Why isn't Trump like, my uncle's got the fucking free energy machine. I'll just give it to, to you all. Like, what does a fucking Scooby do in the mystery of Donald Trump's uncle's mystery safe? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But God damn, that's some goofy, stupid garbage. Well, it's just it's cover for being able to round up intellectuals. And that's danger. Like, I, I keep saying it's dangerous because it is because all of these consp flat earth conspiracies, this shit, the fucking Trump prophecy, which we did in episode a few weeks ago about, which is a fucking movie on Amazon Prime. It's fucking nuts. Like all of these are giving people this idea that there's this evil in this country that needs to be rounded up and Trump is the guy to do it. And they're going to accept it when he does it. And they're going to accept it because it fits with their chosen conspiracy theory yeah. when it's really just what the Nazis did. It's rounding up people who know how to disagree in an effective way. That's it's, all it is. It's also telling people drop out of school and don't vote. Yeah. Because don't vote because the cabal controls politics anyway. Don't go to school because it's full of misinformation. Right. They're trying to keep you stupid and politically inactive. And all you do is just watch YouTube videos by these people who have no fucking credentials. Because credentials don't matter because they're an instrument of blah, blah, blah. And it's Maoist. It's cultural revolution shit. Mao did the same garbage when he was rounding up all the intellectuals and everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just Nazis. I mean, it's multiple. This happens all over. Yeah, Chile. All fuck. It's like it's tiring how often this happens. Also, it's just something to me where it's like you can't just not like Democrats. You have to think that they're fucking drinking the adrenochrome out of an infant's skull. Right. Like, what kind of sick person are you to come up with these fantasies? Yeah, and it's like. All the fucking Republican presidents are doing that shit, too. So how is this just a Democrat thing? I don't it's it's that and see, that is what I'm talking about. That's why it's so fucking troubling. Like, how do you show me clips of George Bush saying he can't talk about the secret society that he was in in college? And then when this fucking inevitable roundup happens, it's going to be all Democrats. Yeah. And. People who believe this theory will be like, see? And it's like, where's George Bush? Yeah. Why didn't you get him? Yeah, and then they were like, oh, the 1% don't die. They don't age. They don't die. Warren Buffett's certainly fucking aging. And Bill Gates is certainly fucking aging. And George Bush certainly fucking died, the first one. 
Oh, but when it gets they age, they die. Oh when, no! Wait, sorry, they go off planet. Did 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 you I, have I you not see seen the one. video or the pictures of Steve Jobs in India? Oh, hey, what do I know? Right, Google that, everybody. Does he have the same colon? <laughs> he carries it with him. <laughs> Killer colon. He doesn't. He he evolved to not need one. Oh, just like Lord. how uh, Apple products don't need a power button. Oof. You just need to hold down the de facto power button and wait for your screen to display another power button, and then you slide that, because that's so much easier. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Fuck me. You are an innovator. Anyway. These losers. Yeah, like, you can believe aliens are real. You know what? You can even believe the Nazis got some UFOs from them. That's the, I mean, the term Foo Fighters, which is, we know it as a band name, but that was a World War II term for unidentified flying objects that... Uh, American fighters saw in the sky. So fine. Sure. Believe all of that. You can even You're believe- just out of your mind if you believe Trump is going to be the one to save us. Yes. You can even believe that they're Satanists that sacrifice children. Sure. Okay. Why not? Yeah. And like some of the stuff they bring up where they're like, well, when you get in these secret societies- the- Oh, that guy's bullshit. The, ba- the Dutch guy. I looked into him. Fraud. Oh, yeah. Well, hoax. I'm sure, but- it's brought up by other people too that oh, right on. as you get deeper into these secret societies, they'll like start seeing uh, like you'll be exposed to pedophilia. And like we know Jeffrey Epstein was doing that to some extent, but we also know governments blackmail people all the time and gather incriminating information on people all the time. And the mob did the same thing. With yeah. Politicians. So that could be anything. But it doesn't it doesn't mean Trump's your savior and it's going to be a fucking high crime when he goes out and rounds motherfuckers up on the premise that they are hiding alien technology from you. Mm-hmm. Well, what gets me is they say in this film, they, they do that old line, which is, well, you know, even if you didn't agree with everything you heard or even if you didn't think it was all truthful, you know, it gives you something to think about. I hate that. I hate that. Because the, again, like with the sealed indictments thing, the something to think about is that you weren't using filters on your searches. Like, where's the talking head popping in going, by the way, these motherfuckers don't know how to use the internet. Exactly. Something to think about is I'm thinking about how a lot of this doesn't sound true. And then I'm going to find out that it's not in that. So you either don't trust anything. You have no vetting process. Where you think this is all true and clearly some of it's not. So it's like, I don't know. I can't imagine. It's like giving someone a meal and be like, yeah, I like spit in part of it. Yeah. But enjoy all of it. Maybe you'll enjoy some of it. (sighs) But why would you do that? Anyway. Anyway, Above Majestic. Another one of the fantastic conspiracy theory documentaries you can watch right now. Ugh. Thank you for putting up my metaphors. The, the Flat Earther one is a good documentary. It's called. Yeah. It's either called Behind the Curve or Beyond the Curve. And it's not a here's why the earth is flat documentary. Mm. Yeah. It's a documentary that follows flat earthers and uh, lets them make themselves look stupid. It It's very objective yeah. in that way. This yeah. documentary, on the other hand, can eat my whole asshole. Yeah. This is this will lead you down some places. I got into looking into blue avians. Yeah, I mean, there's and Lots there's of stuff. It'll take you down some wormholes, Daddy. It is intense. Yeah, and it is. I'm wondering 
if that was I mean obviously any sort of film is a collaboration of multiple authors I wonder if the whole Trump thing at the end if that's like one guy's thing and he's like yo let me put my Trump thing at the end and they're all like cool as long as you let me do this other stuff the only one who doesn't join in on that is Corey Good though yeah he sort of says that it doesn't matter who's the president right but the other two Sather and Wilcock Wilcock goes hard blonde boys yeah he looks like a fucking, he looks like one of those guys from, um, what was that place in Virginia with the church, with the fucking cheeky torches? Oh, Charlottesville. He looks like one of those fuckers from Charlottesville. He was almost certainly there. <laughs> Wilcock and Sather both look like they're fucking dudes from Charlottesville. Yeah, Wilcock, I feel like, goes the hardest on the QAnon stuff. and Yeah, he is fired up. He is, and it's all over those 45,000 sealed indictments that are total goddamn bullshit. He's fired up explaining the particulars of RICO law. That's how fired up he is about it. He's like, motherfucker, let me tell you about how RICO law works. So then you file a lawsuit, and then that lawsuit's sealed. He's acting like this is super intense. The idea that RICO laws are going to take down a fucking alien slave trade? Are are they even our jurisdiction? (sighs) There's no scale with these people. The CIA dealt drugs, so they must be tied up with aliens. We don't like Hillary Clinton, so she must drink adrenochrome from kids' blood. We don't like the Pope, so the Pope must have a cone head that he's hiding with his hat. I mean, I don't put anything past the CIA. I just, I hate the fucking QAnon turn at the end of this. We did a, a, a episode of Pretty Scary, which is our true crime-ish podcast where we talked about this documentary called Don't Fuck With Cats. You seen right. it? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that film, but I've seen other programs about the dude in question. Yeah. It's a murder. And the thing I hate about that documentary is they, they talk a little bit about, hey, were we part of this? Did we like egg this guy on to the point that he committed murder? Because they didn't solve the crime. The crime he committed was very, very solvable. He left evidence in the garbage outside his apartment. He left the body in a suitcase outside his apartment. He was caught very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the question was, did they egg him on to commit that crime? And instead of like exploring that in any detail, at the end of the documentary, the woman just turns to the camera and goes, or you, are you part of it? After all, you're watching a documentary about Luca Magnata, and it's like, no, 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 no. I'm watching a documentary about you. Luca Magnata's crime was boring, and he got caught really quick. You're the fucking interesting part. And also, whoever decided to put that part in, you're making a documentary about Luca Magnata. So what about you? And that's like saying an oncologist, well, you must love cancer because you study it so much. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, you reading about Hitler? Are you a Nazi? No. What? Yeah. What the fuck? So, fuck this documentary. Uh, Fuck you if you support the idea that Trump is going to go out and round up mostly elites on the left for some reason. Uh, And, I don't know. If you... uh, I get this is a conspiracy theory podcast, but be responsible with the conspiracy theories you consume. Stay in your own lane, conspiracy theorists. You got your conspiracy theory. You know what? Be proud of it. Don't think that you can just have to be, you know, your little octopus grabbing everybody yeah. else's conspiracy theory. Yeah, and that's that's what this is. Don't be greedy. All of human history, Laura, comes down to Trump being <laughs> president. Can you imagine? Anyway, 
We oh. should wrap this up. All right, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we have to plug before? I have to edit this still and put it up tonight. Oh, my God. By 10 p.m., which definitely isn't happening. It's 10 p.m. right now. That's fucking crazy. I know. I'm. Yeah, I know. This has been. This has been. Fun. I had a blast. I had a really good da- time. I'm gonna be. I worked a very long day and I'm working some more and shit. It's gonna be fun. I don't really have that many d- the dates coming up. Oh. We don't have to plug anything. No, we, we I'm gonna just be, let people gonna be, off the hook. I'm gonna be in Ventura. I'm gonna be in Pomona. Later no one's this even month. listening anymore. Oh my god, you're right. Bye. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. We love you. Bye. <laughs>